Let's cross to LA where the 95th Academy Awards will get underway in just a few hours' time. Kate Blanchett leads 12 Australians in contention for Hollywood's biggest honour for her performance as the brilliant yet troubled conductor in Tar. You want to dance the mask, you must service the composer. You've got to supplement yourself, your ego and, yes, your identity. You must, in fact, stand in front of the public and God and obliterate yourself. Glenn Whip covers film and television for the LA Times and is a columnist for The Envelope and joins me now. Welcome to breakfast. The stars will soon begin to arrive at the Dolby Theatre in LA, but for the first time since 1960, they won't be walking down a red carpet. This year, a champagne-coloured carpet has been rolled out. Why the change? Um, well, they said that they wanted the carpet to be mellow like a beach at sunset, but from what I understand, it's all about red carpet, these red clashes with fashion. Doesn't really go well with the gowns. So I guess the change, you're seeing different colored carpets at a lot of uh, gala events now. Wow. And that looks like a tradition that's um, that's going to be gone. Oh, should we care? <laughs> I think that champagne carpet is going to be dirty by... Um, the time the last star walks it, but you know, we don't have to clean it. So no worries. No worries. Let's look at some of the nominees. Kate Blanchett is up for her third Oscar for her performance in Tar, but she's up against uh, Michelle Ye- Yeo for everything, everywhere, at all at once. Bit of a mouthful. And if Michelle wins, she'll be, I think, the first Asian woman to win Best Actress. Will she make history today? Yeah, that's a great narrative for her. And, you know, a lot of times the Oscars are about as much about the personal stories as they are about the performances, because, I mean, how do you choose between art? So I think and everything everywhere all at once has just been winning everything everywhere. So it's hard to pick against Michelle Yeoh. There's also a feeling that Kate Blanchett already has two Oscars. Does she need a third? Michelle Yeoh never won, never been nominated. So I think... There's there's a little drama in that category, but I think Michelle Yeoh probably is the favorite for that. The race for Best Actor is wide open, but is the real battle really between Austin Butler for Elvis and, and Brendan Fraser for The Whale, who's made a spectacular comeback, and, and Hollywood does really love a comeback story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's always a popular narrative for someone to win an Oscar, sort of a sentimental favorite. I just think that Austin Butler probably has the edge in that category because it's just a much bigger performance in terms of, you know, acting Oscars. People go with the really showy turns usually. And um, Elvis much more popular movie than The Whale, too. So I think Austin Butler has the edge there. Everything, everywhere, all at once has been winning all the big awards for Best Picture. It's up against nine other films, including Elvis, Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans and, and Tom Cruise's Tom, uh, Top Gun Maverick. Is it the favourite to win Best Picture? It really is because it's it has won. It won the Producers Guild, Honor, Directors Guild, Screen Actors Guild, Spirit Awards. I mean, I could keep going, but we'd run out of time, so... It would be a huge upset if after winning all those other honors, 
it did not go on to prevail at the Oscars. One person who won't be at the awards ceremony is Will Smith. He's been banned for 10 years after slapping Chris Rock at last year's awards show. Of course, that that was it's like the only story in town after last year's awards. But there will be a crisis team on hand, which fascinates <laughs> me. What's the crisis team's job? There, Everyone is kind of wondering that same thing, like, because would they just, is it like a ninja team that would just kind of swoop in if someone starts to head up on stage? I mean, how do you avert that from happening? I think it's probably more in terms of responding after it happened. There was a lot of controversy last year after it happened, why Will Smith wasn't asked to leave the theater. So maybe the crisis team would uh, put their heads together and get a more cohesive response. But I, I, I honestly don't know what that crisis team, <laughs> what are they going to do? <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel is hosting this year. Do we have any hints about what he'll be bringing to the stage? He seems to want to be um, nice and not, so I don't think he'll be bringing up the Will Smith thing constantly. Maybe, I don't think you can avoid mentioning it in the opening monologue, but it's the first time the Oscars have had a single host for a few years. And I think that's a good idea. It brings a little bit more of a cohesive nature to the show. So I th- I think he's just going to be a genial kind of host, you know, welcome everyone to the party, make a few, um, you know, slightly pointed jokes, but hopefully just usher in a good time for everyone. Glenn, uh, I'm sure you are looking forward to the 95th Oscars. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Glenn Whip covers film and television for the Los Angeles Times and is a columnist for The Envelope. You're listening to ABC RN Breakfast. ABC RN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.